Welcome to Let's Be Real 100%, where we are 100% real about life. We know that life happens and we are here to talk about it. And when I say we, I'm talking about it's all God and little old me. Join us as we jump into our topic today. All right, welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real 100%. We are here with Miss Jill and we want to welcome her to our new conversation. Um, this podcast is usually based off of, you know, people sharing their stories, um, allowing others to let them know that they're not alone during their journey. So um, we want to welcome you. Um, thank you for joining us in this conversation. Um, I usually start my podcast off usually as with a icebreaker. So my icebreaker to you is what book are you reading right now? What is it doing for you? I'm not. I do Audible. So I, I don't, I won't sit and read, but I'm doing, um, right now I'm doing fasting, fast, like a girl, Have you okay. heard of that? fast, like a girl is the one that I'm listening to right now. Okay. And what is that book about? It's about fasting. <laughs> so there's lots of different benefits to fasting and intermittent fasting has kind of been a big conversation the last couple of years. So okay. what I'm learning is not only does it help when you are in menopause, you can balance your hormones. You can use it for anti-aging. It also has been proven to have many, many positive effects for people with cancer. Like if you do a five-day cleanse, like mm -hmm. you're literally not eating anything for five days, your cells regenerate. So anyway, okay. those are just the things that I've heard so far. Okay, that's awesome because it's crazy because I'm actually reading a book about fasting as well. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's, more, it's more on a like a um, spiritual journey kind of thing. Yep. Um, so I have been as crazy. Um, that's nice to know that I'm not the only one <laughs> trying to learn about fasting or whatever, health wise, spiritual wise, mentally wise, all yep. around for it um, because it's definitely helpful. It definitely helps on a whole nother level. Um, so that's definitely good to know. Uh, well, so you can start by just uh, telling us about yourself and then we can you know, go from there. Yeah. I, do you want to get into it or you want to go the soft side or you want to go? Uh, however, however you want to do it. This is, you know. Okay. Well, that's how we'll go. So um, I, I really like to set the stage before I start talking about my story because my story is one that people are not talking about. And okay. God... I don't know if you believe in God, source, universe. Obviously, if you're fasting for um, for faith reasons, you are uh, don't have any problem. But if some of your listeners don't believe, like, please don't turn off because I'm talking about God. It's just what what I say. Absolutely. And when when God first came to me to to step out and talk about this, um, I, I just it's it's something that it's time that we normalize and we start talking about. So if this is your story, if what I'm going to share today is your story or if you're remembering something or, um, you know, if it's triggering you in any way, I need to know that you are safe and protected. And you can go to my website, jillesholtz.com, see my name right. And I have a resources page and there's a get help section for people. And those are all anonymous sources for you to feel supported if anything that I'm saying is okay. triggering for you. So... Absolutely. Thank you for letting me do that. Um, so I was molested when I was around three or four years old. And I don't remember who did it. And none of that really matters. Um, but how my story differs is that I was the little girl who started acting out with other children innocently and curiously because of what somebody taught me to do as a little girl. 
And I lived with debilitating shame for 41 years, thinking that I was the only little girl who ever did anything like that. And sadly, it's way more common than you can imagine. And so I just want to, you know, I wrote a book. The book came out November 1st, and I'm just trying to just let people know you're not alone if this is you and you get to forgive yourself, you get to love yourself and life on the other side of healing is magical. magical. So that's what I wanted to share with you and your community today. Okay, absolutely. So tell us about like, you know, you being molested as a young girl, like what was that? What was your mindset in that, you know, in that time and how you grew up? Like, how did you take it and, you know, deal with it? Yeah, I don't, honestly, to this day, I don't remember specifics. I don't remember who did it. I don't remember specifics. The reason that I know that it happened was because I knew, I knew how to have sex as a very little girl right. and children do not know how to have sex. They right. just don't, um, you know, they'll play doctor and things like that, but I knew how to do it. And so I did it never really occurred to me what was happening and that it was wrong and all those things until I turned about 12 years old. No, it was not about, I turned 12 years old and um, an adult caught me in the closet with another, another child. And um, that adult said to me, little kids go to hell who do that. And I don't blame that person at all like there was no manual there was no training guide for what lay on the other side of those closet doors and you know and nobody people aren't talking about it now 41 years later nobody was talking about it then so that was the first point in my life where I felt shame and and toxic shame and that's really kind of what shaped my life and how I progressed through my years with not connecting with men, um, imposter syndrome in my business, not being able to scale my, you know, things like that, all the areas that uh, eating disorder, all of those things, you know, I think really stem from that, that pivotal moment when all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I'm bad. I did something bad. Wow. So for you to get into that mindset, like in, like from, from that time, from being 12 to like high school, like, um, did you like continuously in it or did you did you un quickly understand that it was wrong and you stopped doing it or did it just really? Oh, no, that, that was. Yeah, no, I stopped doing it. it stopped at 12. And you know what? It's really funny, too, because I've all the research that I've done and writing the book and all the people that have contributed to the book. That's around the age that kids stop experimenting when they're when they do things like I did when they were when they acted out like I did so I don't know what it is about that age maybe I don't even know is that when you go into seventh grade or sixth grade I don't I don't remember yeah, about sixth grade yeah so I don't know if it just that point and you, uh, I really have no answer for you there <laughs> as to why but you know when when I was told that and I knew that this is bad I, yeah it's it immediately it, stopped. it was yeah. over that's awesome. That's awesome. So what's the name of your book? It's called Liberated, Releasing the Dark Cloud of Shame. Love it. Love and it. it just came out on the first. Yeah, I'm really proud of the book. So I'm excited that I think the great thing about the book is it's not just me. You know, once I started to share my story, other people said that's me too. And right. so instead of one person saying, 
this is what I did. There are other people that have written. So it just gives validity to the fact that people are not alone, that, you know, it's not just if, if this is your story, it's not just you and I that acted out. There are other people that are saying, you know, that's their story, too. Right. Yeah, that's definitely a, it's not like exactly a you know, story of mine, but I do know the story of acting out after something happening to you um, and allowing it to um, affect your life you know, in a certain way. Um, some people like me, of course, I, when things happened to me, I suppressed it a lot. Like I really didn't just talk about it. Like you said, back in the day, like there was no way of opening up to other people about it because people either swept it under the rug or just pretty much, you know, ignored it, you know? So now, you know, as we have gotten older, there's more avenues, there's more, you know, talking and being able to be open about certain things. Um, nowadays, because it was, you know, yeah. it's hard for your little girl, like who's, first of all, who's going to believe you, your little girl, you know, secondly, if you really don't really just, you don't know what's happening, you can't really explain it. So they're going to just be like, you know, brush it away and be like, oh, it's okay. You know, you'll be fine or, you know, continue doing what you're doing. So I definitely, definitely get that and understand that. So I'm, I'm definitely glad that you're able to open up about it now um and express it because a lot of people don't know how like they never had the opportunity to do it you know what i mean yeah i'm so grateful for the me too movement because i think those women who stepped out first are so brave you know and it really opened up a space for people to be able to talk about it and if you don't mind i want to talk a little bit more into talking about it and saying it out loud because if this is you, if this is your story, or, you know, maybe you're remembering something for the first time, or, you know, I, for me, sexual trauma goes in waves, like you remember it, and then you forget it, then you remember it, you forget it. So, but I remember, um, when I turned 33, in between the ages of 12 and 33, I wasn't really processing any of it. I just knew that by the time I was 33, I wasn't connecting with men. Right. And a man would walk in the room and I'd immediately put my head down because I didn't want him to see me. I'm like, how could a man love me if he knew what I had done? Right. Now, because of all the healing I've done, like, how could a man not love me? Because I'm right. amazing. Um, but I remember going into, because I wasn't connecting with men, I knew that I needed to go talk to somebody. Yes. And even thinking about that, like I had the biggest pit in my stomach and I'm like, how can I tell somebody what I've done? They're going to think I'm a monster. They're going to think I'm a pedophile because that's what I thought of my 12 year old self. I thought I was a monster and a pedophile. Can you imagine thinking that of a 12 year old little girl? What? Yeah. And so it, to this day, like even as I continue to share my story and the reaction that I get from people is not, I promise you, it's not what you've made up inside your head about how somebody's going to react if you talk about it. I was blown away by the level of love and understanding and compassion. Yeah and kindness that came from that other person that I was able to share my story with. So if this is you, please know that you get to talk about it. You get to look at, you know what, it, and it could be, you have a secret. Not everybody has sexual trauma, but everybody right. has a secret. Right. You get to look at it in the eyes and say, you don't own me anymore. And yes. you heal from it. Cause shame cannot live in the light. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because once it's once it's exposed and once it's said, it, there's no more hiding it. There's no more feeling guilty about it. There's no more any of that, you know. And like you said, as a 12 year old, like, you know, who does think like that? Like, because that's the, around the time where you starting to be molded and, 
you know, in a certain mindset of learning different things and how to control different emotions and feelings. Because, you know, that's when, you know, the body starts to, you know, do other stuff, you know, and to be able to live like that between the age of 12 and 33. Well, I'm like 51, but. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's a long time because it's like, and then when you finally be able to open up about it and be free, like that liberation is the perfect word yeah. for it because freedom does come whenever you open up. And then when, like you said, when you start to realize that you're not, you wasn't by yourself, um, other people have gone through it, but just not put words to what they went through. Yeah, um, It definitely helps a lot. That's, and that's the reason why, you know, we as a people build the community that we're trying to build because you know, there's some we can experience so much freedom if we're if that, you know, access or that communication or community was there to help others and build them. And not even just us old people, you know, it's the young people that we're trying to also reach as well. So yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. So what was the process of you like when you first wrote the book? Like, how was that journey for you? Like, was it? you know, the memories and stuff started flowing. It was like, Oh no, I had, I had worked through all the memories. You know, I, I went to, I went to two different therapists. I did um, a lot of transformational work. I don't mm -hmm. know if you know of um, landmark education. I did landmark education. I did mm -hmm. uh, recently, I did this program called hardcore leadership and hardcore PhD. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't really know much about that type of work, it's really about when you point your finger at somebody else to blame Hmm. three pointing back at yourself. And right. so it really is about taking responsibility. And I'm not saying taking responsibility for what somebody did to you, but taking responsibility for right now. And so I had done a lot of work around my shame and my, um, when I say self-loathing, that is the word self-loathing. And um, so Finally, at 51 years old, which was just four years ago, I finally was able to say that I love myself. And I had been looking for my purpose and praying for my purpose for a very long time. And through this, through this transformational work, God's like, this is what you get to do. And I was like, oh, hell no. Uh-uh. <laughs> you must be talking to somebody else because uh-uh. And so once I surrendered to the whole idea of what I get to do now, right. the only thing I wanted to do was shout it from the rooftops. I wanted to get on stages and all the things. And I talked to a friend of mine. He's like, if you want to get on stages, you got to write a book. I'm like, I don't want to write a book. No. And so I said, okay, God, if you want a book, you get to figure it out. You figure out how it's going to come together. And, you know, honestly, there was some legal stuff around my story that I had to work out. And so when, when the book first came about, I was trying to be very high level about the conversation mm -hmm. and I was still sharing my story within my community. And mm -hmm. these people were coming out and saying, me too, me too, me too. Wow. The book started with all these other authors contributing until I was able to clear up the legal, the legal things around my story. And so that's kind of how the book came about. It just every, my word for the year has been surrender. And every time an obstacle, I love that you just had that expression. Cause right. Yes. The way that you just did that was like, kind of like almost. I agree. I totally you agree. lean into it. And it's, it's yes. for me, it's almost addictive now. Like when something hard happens, I'm like, you figure it out. This is your mission, man. Yeah. I, 
get to be the vehicle, but this is your mission. And so yes. you figure it out every day. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to say, okay, what do I get to do today to move one step closer to whatever this gets to be? And I listen to what God says. And then he figures out all the hard stuff. It's oh. been beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it. I love it because it's crazy that you stay out. That's why I leaned back and was like, I know I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be trying to fix my face sometimes, but I'd be like, you know, when it's like when it's in your house, like you'd be like, wow, like no, you had a full you had a full body experience with that word. I did, because like I literally been praying all week, you know, because I've been trying to build the brand of you know, let's be real or whatever. And it's 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 a book as well. Um, because of the you know, it's a, a story of me, of course, you know, my testimony and how I came to Christ and the journey of it all. Um, and this week truly and honestly and transparent i was like lord i don't know what you want to do with this but you got to drive because i don't i have the slightest idea how to work this out who to reach to how you know how this is going to work out and i probably like when you said that i was like there you go oh like what else to say (laughs) (laughs) i'm so glad like i'm not the only one praying that because it's like because if i do it within me it's not going to get done or I'm going to drag my feet. You know, it's just not going to be done right. It's not going to reach the masses the way, the community that I wanted to reach. Yeah. And like this, like for real, and I ask God, I say, Lord, I'm expecting and anticipating what you're doing in this whole journey because you got this, homeboy. Like you. Yeah, <laughs> you, but not me. I, do, you, do you meditate? I pray and I meditate. Yes. Okay. Cause that's, that's what I do every I have my morning ritual and I am really into manifesting. Like I'm manifesting like crazy right now. And so I have my morning meditation and my manifesting in my prayer time. And I say, okay, God, what do I get to do today to move this forward? And then I just get really quiet and listen. And today he told me that I get to be reaching out to different. I have about four leads for speaking on stages that I need to connect with and so today's like that's what you get to do today so i love it i love it it because because when you step on that stage it's like all right lord yeah and i've learned that matter of fact within the last two weeks if in the scripture has come to life where it says you know if you open your mouth god will fill it like Mm -hmm. when i say it happened to me for the very first time. It was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> like, was that me? Well, like, it, uh, yes. Because I was like, where did that come from? Isn't it cool? It's, it's so cool. Amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And it, yeah. it which, what was said, it was like, it reached somebody else. And I was like, I had no idea. Like, you know, I'm just be talking because I'm just me. <laughs> but. Yeah. I to take over the it. holy spirit came down uh, like for <laughs> real that's just that's real because i loved it though and i was like lord what else you got for me what you got for right, me? Like, exactly like, don't, don't stop there yes like this is not a stop sign it's a yield sign let's go let's keep going like you know yeah. but i i absolutely love it when you said you know submission because submission is Kind of one of the hardest things to do sometimes only because we're so set in our ways. We're so set in our will that we have, we feel like we can control a lot of the things, Um, but to surrender it to God and to also to others who can benefit from it and to help us through it. It's like, first of all, you get the spirit of fear, right? Because you don't, you're ashamed at first, you know, once you get, once you start your transitioning, once you start your healing, once you start all of that, 
then once all that passes, now it's like, okay, now it's time to surrender. Now it's time to really just let go and be obedient. So yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. And it, you know, God did that to me very strategically too. Cause mm-hmm. like I said, I've been praying for my purpose for so, so, so long. And now I look back and he's like, okay, we, you get to heal here first. You yeah. get to here first. You get yeah. to do this first. You get to get to a place where you're ready to surrender, you know? So it was very, very planned on God's part, how it all happened. So if you're out there and you're like, what is my purpose in life? You know, uh, you're going to hate this, but be patient <laughs> and be careful what you pray for. Because, yeah. Cause I wrote, I saw Oprah years ago and she mm-hmm. said, I want to be part of something that's bigger than myself. And right. I wrote that thing down on a post-it. Be and honestly, so I told you I'm really into manifesting. Yeah. I think God tricks us sometimes <laughs> into things like that because he tricked me into writing down. I want to be part of something bigger than myself so that when it came here, it was like, well, right. I did that. <laughs> right. You came into agreement with it when you wrote it down to writing that. Like, yeah. sign a contract. Like, you literally just signed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Never would I have asked for this to be my purpose and my yeah. mission. Cause I told God, I was, I told I, I don't mind playing the background. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll be back here, you know, doing this whatever, and let somebody else, you know, because yeah. <laughs> like I wasn't qualified. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's this is one of those things where, you, like you say, you have to go through the transition, get out the mindset, you know, just let go of all of that and be submissive. Because for years, you know, like you say, you've been asking God for your purpose, and I've been asking God for years what my calling was. Because I was like, you know, I've been spending 35 years wasting my own lifetime. Like now it's time for me just to really just walk in and be just again surrender and let go. And when I say it's like a Kairos moment, it's like one of those let's go kind of things. It's like, okay, Lord, wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Bell time. See, Bell. I didn't mean okay. to say that. I didn't mean to pray for that. Yeah, like, and then it's like, okay, I did. Like you said, like, you you wrote it down, you asked about it, and now yeah. that you've given it over to him, it's like, okay, yeah. let me breath first, like, give me a minute, so, but I, but it's, it's so joyful, it's like, it's peaceful when he's driving, because you have no worries, like, he's literally taking control of everything, all he needs you to do is just show up, just show up. And show, be in show, up and be. show up and be in action. Yes, yeah. exactly. I love it. I definitely love it. So, like, what are your next steps? Like, I know you say you had some things that you've been be on stage and everything. So, like, like after that, like, what are you continuously doing? That is a great question. So, when I first, you know, surrendered to all of this, um, I heard a podcast by a woman named Amanda Francis. Do you know who she is? I don't, but okay. I will. She's a manifesting queen. She wrote a book called Rich as F. I'm not going to say the word, but that's the book. And I heard her say um, that everything on our heart was given to us by God. Every desire on your heart was given to you. And so, and you get to have those things. And every day it's your only job to, you know, manifest that into your life. Like feel what it feels like to have that, you know, really own that that's what you get to have. And I was getting ready to go to a a birthday party in LA for my girlfriend. And I got in the car and I was driving and all of a sudden I saw 
Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Lewis Howes. Like I saw these huge names and I was like, and I saw myself on stage with them and I was like, that's silly. And I said, wait a minute. Yes. Everything on my heart was given to me by God. And so I know I get to collaborate with those people. Like I already know deep in my soul that that's already happening for me. Oprah, you know, uh, Reese Witherspoon's book club, Joyce Meyer. Like I already know I get to, to collaborate and work with those people. So that's really like, I'm laser focused on that. And I just keep asking God every day what I get to do to, to take me to that next level. And right now I'm just trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out what I get to create on the back end so that I'm able to support people because I'm not a therapist. Mm-hmm. I'm an expert by experience, but I'm not a therapist. Right. Yeah. So I get to, God gets to bring the people into my life that gets to help support all the people that are going to hear my story and go, wow, that's me. And I want to collapse time for people. I don't want people to wait 41 years. I want them to say, okay, let's get it done now. Let's work on this. Let's do what we have to do. And now there's so many other healing types of modalities that you can get to a place of self-love and forgiveness quicker than what I was able to do. So those are the things that I'm, I'm really working on right now is just trying to be open to receiving those people coming in. The other thing is I'm creating a 501 C three because I want to be able to support people who financially can't. And so I just had a call a couple of days ago with a company that's going to put it together for me, but I need a board of directors. I need to have three people on that board. And I'm like, I don't even know who those people are going to be. Right. So I'm just like, all right, God, figure it out. You figure it out. Yes, because you want people on your board that you can trust, first of all. And that's yeah. and missing lines. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I love it. I love it. We ain't gonna be friends. Like oh I, no, we already are. Friends, like, <laughs> like, yeah. Stay in touch because it's that's crazy when you said, you know, you don't want people to wait, you know, have to, you know, collapse the time for people um to have, you know, those years in between. Like that's for me, like when somebody comes to me, like say for my story is about, you know, being di- well, dying and being, you know, diagnosed with HIV and everything. Um, and for that community living in the LBGT, all of that stuff, like I want somebody, like if I, if that person comes to me, I want to be able to like, listen, yeah. let's get, let's, this let's what you gotta do. Be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, these are the steps that you need to go through because these are God's steps that I had to take. And yeah. I want you to be able to take these same God steps um, there might be a little different here and there or whatever, you know, because the stories are different and how people, you know, dealt with the certain things, but I still want to be able to be used and say, all right, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to get it. And let, you know, let's walk this walk together. Yeah. yeah. I've always said that, you know, my story, your story is not just meant for you. It was never meant for you. You know, it was meant for that next person um, that's older, younger, whatever, man, young child, I don't know, whatever, whoever it is. Um, it was meant for them. And that's what God had to show me. Like, I knew what you was going to do before you even was thought about. You know what I'm saying? Before the world even began, I knew your story. Yeah. And I knew how, it was, how you was going to get to me. And this is how I want you to use it for somebody else to get to me as well. Because that's the whole goal is to get as many people back into, you know, back to God as much as possible. Yeah. That looks, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, and now you get to see your story as a gift, right? After 
all the BS, all the pain, all the heartache, all of that. God, I was in 41 years of self-loathing and deep, deep. Wow. And now I get to look at it and go, yay. It's crazy because you don't look like, you know how people say you don't look like what you've been through? Like at all? You don't look like what you've been through. Wow. And, to say, and to say 41 years ago, yeah, like, <laughs> like I don't see that at all. And that's, okay. and that, Jeff, like you said, God gets the glory for that because, yeah, you know, that's what people look at. Like, people are, like, when they see you, they're going to be like, girl, nah, you ain't been through that. Like, you cannot be, you cannot say you've been through that. But to see where you are in your mindset, where you are, they can also see the vision of themselves as well. Like, I can be that. Like, I want what she has. I want to know what she had to do to get to where she's at now because I don't want to be here. Like, being there is awesome. Like, it's tiring and it's depressing and it's it's just not where you want to be. So. So tiring. Yeah. How you telling? Like, I, I know. Like, Thank you for saying that, you know, because that's that's really all I want to be for people is just an example. Right. You can you can get there too. It's gonna take work. I'm not gonna lie. Absolutely. It's gonna take work, and you're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to get uncomfortable. My favorite saying is, "Life happens outside your comfort zone." Listen. Yeah, because you get to look at the hard things in your life, and you get to face them head on, and say, "You don't owe me anymore. I get to break free from this. I get to look at it. I get to heal from it, and then yes. I get to go off and live a amazing life." Yes, I love it. I love that. I definitely because you have yeah, like you say, you have to be willing to go through the work because I can't do it for you. You know, mm -hmm. I can just tell you A, B, and C and get back to A, you know, how we don't do it. You know, it's not a such thing as failing. It's a such thing as, you know, picking back up what you where you left off at or where you're gonna be at yeah. and keep on going. Like, cause we, this is a, this is a day to day thing. You know, we can't say that that thought is not gonna come. We're not gonna say that that emotion that you dealt with is not gonna come. You just have to learn how to process it and think about it differently than what you have been doing for years so man the work that you're about to do like I can I I I'm looking forward to it like I, I am like when I say Jill so it's on the screen I'm like yes that's <laughs> <my friend." laughs> like, like, I don't even watch Oprah but listen when I see your name with Oprah I'm like I got you yeah well, I'm gonna send you an email you're gonna say you're, you're tuning in right <laughs> <laughs> no because I've been I've been stuck in Texas forever now. Like it's time for me to come out of my com my comfort zone mm -hmm. and go out and reach, you know, connect with different people, you know, because again, this is bigger than us. Like you said, like this is man. It's like I don't even know how many people are in the world, but this is where this is where it's at, you know. And for all of us to come together and collaborate and work together and have the same vision and the same goal, like laser focus, like you said, you can only imagine how many people you know, can be helped and, you know, be free from all this other stuff that's going on in the world. Because the world is not going to get any better, as we know. But the person, it, the person herself or his self can be better, you know, and help us reach the masses. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to it. I love it. I absolutely love it. And that's why I have these, com like, regular conversations. Because, you know, when you have, like, an interview style, it doesn't, mm -hmm. I don't feel it really, I'm not gonna say it doesn't go anywhere, but you no, don't this, it's free. Let's be real 100%. Like, this is real. Yeah. Like, I need you to be transparent with me because yeah. I'm transparent with you. And this is how we reach people because I even noticed that people don't really share their story as freely or as truthful as it should be because, you know, 
people are scared. It, the shame yeah. around it. Yeah. It's a lot of shame around it because I guess it took me 15 years to get out of my shame. Yeah. You know, and I don't want I don't want nobody else to go through it because I like I guess it's tiring. It's depressing. It's yeah. too much. It takes too much energy to to be that way. So yeah. and yeah. your shame and my shame are different, you know. So the shame will land on you in so yes. many different ways. So like I said earlier, it doesn't matter if your secrets around sexual trauma or not. You just yes. get whatever your secret is. And I love this. I have a, a worksheet on my website. If you're trying to figure out what your shame is, it's called Uncover Your Shame. Mm -hmm. um, and my website's just jilleschultz.com if you want to check it out. But there's one question on there that I love. And it's, what is one thing only you and God know? Yes. I went on your website. You when, did? When it was sent to me, like, when I say he sent me, like, like, he sent me everything. And I was yeah. like, hey, let me go through one by one. He's like, oh, you did, you angel. You <laughs> angel. Yeah, I love that question. Because it lands. Like, it's like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. That's where I get to work on things in my life. Right. Because it makes you sit back and be like, oh, crap. Hold on, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you, can't even, uh, you can't even play like you didn't read the question. <laughs> no, I couldn't have said that. No like, way. Because <laughs> right? it makes you go back and read it again. You'd be like, wait, what? Like, uh, yes, I love it. I love it. So all those bad links that he sent me, if you want, I will definitely put it in the call notes so that people can, you know, uh, reach out to you if need be. Um, to connect or however you want it to go, I would definitely put it in the call notes as well. Thank you. Um, but I definitely, truly, when I say I thank God for the conversation because it definitely helped me and uh, it gives me joy to know that there are others out there that are really trying to, you know, make a difference. Um, not just because of finances, not just because to get their name out there, not to get you know, fame and fortune or whatever, but to truly have the heart to, of people, you know, on a different level, you know, so I'm, I'm definitely grateful for that. And we definitely will be staying in touch for forever. Sure. I know. <laughs> ever and ever. We'll be texting every day. What are you, what are your goals today? What are you doing? Girl, what do you need to do today? I might need that. I ain't gonna lie. And I love that. I'm happy to support. Uh, Everybody should have a coach. I pay for coaching. I'm not saying I'm, that you need to pay me right. because I would do this for free. But right. everybody should everybody should pay for coaching if they're trying to up level their life in what, whatever way possible. So, like yeah. when I was doing um, Landmark and the Hardcore Leadership programs, those are not free, right. but those will set you free. Like yeah. you got to do the work, and so find a community that you can support you and. I've paid for coaching for relationships. I've paid for coaching for, you know, health and fitness. I've paid for business. Like I've, I believe in paying for coaching to help you collapse time to get to the next level faster. So I don't know if, if you have a coaching program or not, but I just sold you. Go. <laughs> I, I, I've been saying, over oh, that's your next step. God just told me that was your next step. That's <laughs> yeah. Collapse my time. That's just being real. That's what we talked about. We collapsed the time today. Yeah. So yeah. I love it. I definitely love it. So I will definitely um, let you know how, uh, once I'm done, you know, doing everything and uploading it. Um, it will be on the conversation will be audible on Spotify and all the other platforms. Also, it will be visual on um, the YouTube and all this stuff. So I will give you all the information. Um, I will also give. That we were talking through. I can't remember. Oh, Kevin? 
heaven. Yeah. I'll also give him the also the uh, the information as well, um, yeah, so that it. he'll know. Can I say what well, I'm, I'm feeling very drawn to say something before we oh, end the call? Absolutely. So if this, for you listening, if, mm -hmm. if whatever you're going through right now, the first thing that you have to do is you have to decide. You have to decide that you are not going to stay in victim anymore. So today gets to be your day that you say, yeah. I'm taking a stand and I am choosing me and I'm choosing to move forward. So I hope that you do that today. I hope that you give yourself that gift and make that decision. Absolutely. That was going to be my last question for you anyway, but you beat me to the punch because I was like, is there any last words that you want to say to the <laughs> to people to encourage them? But hey, I, I love I love it. I definitely love it. Take that first step, you know, and, and call, do something. Yeah. Get on your knees and pray. Journal. I don't care what you do. Do yeah. one thing today to own where you're at in your life and say, I get to, to move forward from this. Yes. And I have control over yeah. it. The emotion doesn't have control over me anymore. I guess yeah. that's it. I'm finna, I'm finna walk in freedom. And that's, that's yeah. my first step. So I love, I love that. I yeah. love, but yeah. I definitely appreciate you coming on to chat with me. Thank I, you. It's been a blessing. Listen, I love you from a thousand miles away. Uh, thank you, honey. Right back at you. Definitely, we'll be we'll be definitely. You've all seen a friendship form right now, people. <laughs> Absolutely, I love it. A connection that's forever. A connection that a godly connection that's forever. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely love that. So I'll be traveling next year. So don't be surprised. San Diego. <laughs> don't be surprised if I hit you up. Like, listen, I'm in your state. Like, what's I good? Love it. I, love it. I have plenty of room. Absolutely, absolutely. But I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Um, you. then, again, I will stay in touch with you on how we, you know, how I post everything. So, yep, awesome. Absolutely. Love you much, and we will talk Thank soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Let's Be Real 100%. We're 100% real about life. We hope that you enjoyed the topic today, and we hope that you trust God more and more each day. And we hope to see you next week.